Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to our channel. We're offended. You're offended. I am Kim. Sometimes when my other personalities let me talk. Hi, Tyler. <laughs> my name is Yuri. Well, I don't think Russ really roll their Huh? I don't think they really roll their R's. I don't think they're a rolling R country. They do. Do they? They're an R roller? Previous. Yeah, they do it like, yeah. They have it like in their in their tongue like the, I can't do that. I can do the back of my throat, but I can't, I can't do it. Yeah, really. You roll the back of your tongue. <laughs> oh, like that? <laughs> oh. Yeah, but I can't at the front. <laughs> I can't do it. Sounds like I'm weirdly breathing. <laughs> My cousin actually took um, Russian classes and she does really well at rolling the R's with her tongue. I'm like, you bitch. You? She is. Really? Yeah. She can roll her tongue really well. <laughs> if only y'all could see his face. <laughs> okay. Um. Let's get this show under the road. Wait, no. On the road? How does that phrase go? Show on Let's the road. Let's get this yeah. show on the road. Road on the show. I always say road on the show because I like to be different. I'm special. <laughs> okay, so you can follow us <laughs> on uh, on YouTube. You can follow us on Rumble. We're also available. On shitty Facebook. You can check us out on Spotify. And Anchor. And anywhere else that you want to listen to our podcasts. And we're also on Instagram. And we have a TikTok. So, yes, yeah, sorry. I had to intrude there. Because I feel like his whole introduction thing would take the entire podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe. <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs down. Leave a comment. Um, send us a message if there's anything you want to listen to us talk about or complain about, or if you just don't agree with us and you want to be a guest to, you know, tell us your side, we would love it. Just send us a message. and We will make it happen. We're on TikTok. Yes, and he loves it. The fucking Chicoms. Um... <laughs> What else are we on? Oh, I already said um, it all. You have PayPal. Oh, I didn't say that. Okay, so a couple things. Uh, oh, hold on. What? Okay, well, it's not so casual Friday, but it is Friday, so it's the end of the week. So, but you—that's the intro and outro for everything. Not everything. That's not true. I'll I'll start mixing it up a little bit. I'll you know for like wacky Wednesdays it'll be like wiki wiki, you know. Hmm. It's gonna have so, another sip of my drink here. So I'm trying to emulate. I was watching um uh, someone on a YouTube video, or uh, well a series series on YouTube, and the this guy he he wasn't really low energy. Not like low energy, but he didn't really say anything entertaining. He wasn't funny. Like, 
Someone that I think was. Can you mute yourself, please? Or something? Never mind. Oh. I'm like, I am muted. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, a bit of an echo. Sorry, we're we're trying to set up some new stuff here. Yeah. So, anyways, so there was a there was this guy that I was watching, and literally, I, I don't I don't know. I don't want to call the person out, but this person had over. 10 million subscribers. And it was mind-blowing to have 10 million subscribers. 10 million subscribers. And the guy was just... Like, his commentary detracted from what I was trying to watch. It literally detracted from it. So, I'm I'm trying to emulate that so is it just having kind of just making general observations so no i can't i can't can't even i can't i don't know i don't know how someone could be have over 10 million subscribers and like okay so i'll give one example I, I, i don't remember exactly what it was but they literally were giving information so anyone please tell me you know when you're you're talking to someone and they go Oh, I blah blah blah, but they just recite what they literally just told you. Like, if, if the fucking thing's any closer, it's gonna be up my ass. I'm sorry. It was just like when you were like, "Oh, do you remember when someone says?" And then you cut out for a second. Sorry. Yeah, we got we got some issues here, guys. Sorry. Does it? Do I have to be like right here? Yes, sir. I want you making out with that microphone. <sighs> okay. So, so you know when someone says. uh Something like, well, I was just thinking. So, um, no, I don't know. I'll kind of an example would be. Well, I seen Kim. She was just she was vaping on her on her on her vape, and I was thinking, oh wow, is that how is that how you smoke a vape? Like, no shit, you just fucking reiterated what you were just thinking, and you're trying to I, like I don't I don't get it. I don't get why that's a thing, and people have to reiterate what their thought was. You know what? We actually had this conversation a little while ago because, I, to be completely honest, like I'm fully guilty of doing that too. Where I walked in and I'm like, oh, that's what you're cooking. I just came in and was thinking to myself, what the hell is he making in here? And now I see it. So, see, I'm totally like outwards talking my inner dialogue here, which was absolutely unnecessary. You're welcome. Yeah. So the guy was kind of it was doing stuff like that, and uh, I would say probably how how much more do I need to enunciate more? Is it? Is, are you happy now? Are you happy with with the fucking with this? Is this working for you? Huh? Am yes, I doing good? Is. Huh? Please. It is literally as soon as you went just like a millimeter lower than your mouth, all of a sudden you started cutting out again. So I'm just you know I'm sorry. I'm trying to do these silent uh, okay. cues to tell you. <laughs> and then you got to bring it up into the show, so now it's all awkward, and everybody's listening to this. Hi, guys. <laughs> Angina. Don't start with a congina. <laughs> but so, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. Like a, a YouTuber that I watch, like Civvy, Civvy Eleven. And I think he's he's funny. 
he's very like sarcastic kind of humor. He when he tells his jokes and stuff like that, and it's all like video game related. But yeah, now for ten million, and you just go, "Hey, thanks, guys. I uh, really appreciate you following me through this, and I'm having a lot of fun." Well, what is that? Oh my God! What was that actor's name that was like super monotone? Ben Stein. Yeah, I don't get it. But he was actually funny. Like he leaned into the fact that he had he was monotone. Hello, this is Ben Stein. But he did have like a little bit of a inflection, but not a lot. Yeah, he was quite monotone. Yay! Right, that type of stuff. Ah, a meteor. Ah. Someone help. I remember doing that when I was at the cabin. Sorry, this totally just came to my mind. My mind with one of my besties. And I know you're listening, so you're totally going to remember this. But we were totally doing this in the water. And she was just like, ah, a meteor. Ah. And this was like a bit for us for like a good 10 minutes. We had like a huge crack about it. It was good times. It's many years ago, but yeah, it was funny. You guys were doing cocaine? absolutely not <laughs> okay well now that uh i i've gotten my inner um youtube let's player out thanks for following me and this adventure you know what i don't understand like okay with people like that or when you have other videos that like our kids watch that are just super loud annoying noises or they're just like i don't even know like someone will say something and they cut to somebody else making a strange face and then that's it like, oh, okay. Like, it's just, they're so dumb and I don't understand and they're so popular. Like, I can't even, like, I'm really sorry, guys. Like, as much as I would love this podcast to be huge, I can't be dumb. <laughs> I just can't bring myself to be that mindless and retarded. And, oh, see, that's going to offend somebody. Sorry. Anyway, but it works in the context of what I'm talking about because I'm not going to bring myself and dumb myself backwards, you know, just to make somebody laugh and, you know, get some views. Like, that's just so dumb to me. I don't get it. All right. Speaking of, uh, speaking of retards. So this is from the province. This is from province.com, our, our article that we're looking at. And um, so it is titled Walmart CEO make staff take race-based training what how much what is it is it okay this microphone is literally against my mouth now it's in his mouth race-based training okay walmart ceo makes staff take race-based training that teaches white is not right huh Okay, so I guess the yeah the the program reportedly kicks off with the claim that the U.S. is a white supremacy system designed by white Europeans. So one one thing that was uh, one quote I did want to pull from this: more than a thousand Walmart executives have had to undergo race-based training that forces them to confront their white privilege and asserts that white people are guilty of white supremacy's thinking claims a whistleblower. So Walmart is a massive corporation. It's a globalist corporation. They've made their How's that? Is that better? 
All right. Mm -hmm. So Walmart is a massive multinational corporation. They make more money than, uh, well, more money than lifetime and it's it's astounding that they've made how much money that they've made is now being extracted to other countries where they literally employ slave labor or you know you have people killing themselves you have businesses collapsing really? no you just did that right to me Oh, I heard. I heard. If anyone heard your vaping into the microphone, please leave a thumbs down. Please. Thumbs down. Fucking nuke. Nuke it. How? You're, it, my microphone is me. Oh, it's because it's because we're talking through Discord and that one's an open mic. That's what's doing it. So you're still hearing it through Discord, but on the recording system, you're not. I hope I'm about, not. I'm about to open mic you through the fucking window. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Listen, I'll be a little bit more cognizant about it. <laughs> and if you really can hear the vaping, we're at 13 minutes right now. I'm going to go back and listen to that later. And I really hope that that's not the case because if so, super sorry. <laughs> okay, well, this is turning into an absolute shit show of an episode. But so, okay, so Walmart, they've, they've made millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars. And it, it, it's quite insane to see. So here, I'll, I'll look at it this way. When was it ever punk rock to side with, with massive corporations? When was it really cool? When was, when, when was that? Yeah, we, we're fighting for this now. Like, does anyone remember during COVID, Walmart was all for all other businesses shutting down? Does it crush the competition? I, I don't know. That's, that's mind-blowing. But they're starting to doesn't it feel like does it feel like pandering when a company starts to take that like when they start championing your thing and you're you're just a business you're just a corporation I don't know why we're having you know like I don't know you know what, you know what I mean yeah I I don't know I I think it's absolutely ridiculous personally I don't remember ever being like yeah Walmart uh. They're so cool. <laughs> or any corporations like, you, you know, you have your, um, what is that? Ben and Jerry's that, uh, the ice cream place that had to have to put their two cents in. Um, well, Coca-Cola can't forget about Coca-Cola guys. You know, it's, it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Uh, okay. Sorry. And there was a bit of a break there, but, um, yeah, anyways, uh, but yeah, so Nestle, well, Nestle is another company that is has a terrible track record, and we, I don't know, we tried, we tried to actively not buy anything from Nestle because I, I don't support companies that do that type of stuff. Like their, uh, their whole thing in Africa where they were, um, where they got mothers addicted to formula, and then when the kids couldn't, or then when the mother stopped producing breast milk. They, uh, you know, they gave the first sample away for free, and then the second time, well, you got to pay for it. And there was massive st amounts of starvation that was happening. So, you know, these 
massive types, these massive companies literally will put dollars before people. And Walmart has done that over and over again. All these massive places have sold out the country in which they've made their millions. And now they're going to kind of turn their back on it. It's, uh, I don't know if it's just that the U.S. is just falling apart. And like North America is just falling apart. But I guess to, to kind of continue on with this article. So it says, uh, the program... Uh, reportedly kicks off with the claim that the U.S. is a white supremacy system designed by white Europeans for the purpose of assigning and maintaining white skin access to power and privilege. Okay, th- th- like this is the type of stuff that pisses me off. Because North America, in general, is actually quite accepting of other cultures and other religions. There are quite a few other countries that are not so friendly to uh, to outsiders, I should like, you know, the, the thing I'll always bring up is the NDP leader, Jake Meet Singh, he was a terrorist sympathizer that they were actually seeking the extermination of another group. Call him, I don't know, maybe I'm a little old-fashioned, but I'm, I'm not a big fan of that type of, that type of rhetoric. No, you're not? No, I know Weird. I, I, for me, I don't really find marginalizing groups and, and finding one group is, is better than others. Huh. Well, isn't that kind of what they're teaching our kids in school nowadays? Yeah. Yeah. Literally to hate yourself if you're white. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. That's apparently absolutely horrible. So all you people out there who are Ukrainian, Polish, Greek, Italian, German, Russian. Oh, the list can just keep going here. Um, Scottish, unless you're Slavic. Slavic, Slavic, they're the only people that are white that are considered a marginalized group. Okay, so but all you other whiteies out there, don't you dare be proud of your your heritage or your background because it's frowned upon because of your light colored skin, your your lack of pigment. Yeah, you're you're a bunch of racists. Well, and I thought we kind of like we kind of. You know, the whole idea with like Martin Luther King and, and the, you know, civil rights movement and all that type of stuff was to see everyone as equals. I, I thought so. But apparently we went from Martin Luther King trying to create equality and unity for everybody to now all of a sudden it's turned into segregation again and we've gone completely backwards. So, I mean... I don't know about you, but if I were Martin Luther, I'd be rolling around my grave right now going, what the hell is wrong with people? But what do I know? I'm just a whitey. Yeah, it's, uh, well, but the thing is like for anyone to think like this stuff ends up tearing us apart. Like you have, you end up dividing people more and more. And you know, if, if I can make a crazy, a crazy assumption, there are a lot of countries that actually want the North, like North American ideology to, f- to fall. So actually, you know what, let's just, let's get into this other article. Like, you know what, Th- this will tie in together. So this was from CTV news and it is titled. So China condemns the U S and Canada for sending warships through the Taiwan Strait. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Chinese military on Sunday condemned the United States and Canada for each sending a warship through the Taiwan Strait last week, saying they were threatening peace and stability in the region. That phrasing, and you know, China, China plays this game very well. They, they're very good at manipulating and twisting peoples or uh, twisting nations, what they're doing and what they're saying. They've been playing this game for decades. Decades, we're, we're finally just realizing the amount of money that is pumped into North America, the amount of industries that have been sold out to Chinese companies, or sorry, let me rephrase that. China doesn't have companies, they have government run businesses. So they've been putting more and more pressure on Taiwan. They've been quite pointed in their, in how they're, how they're talking about Taiwan. That everyone is, well, according to China, Taiwan doesn't exist. Taiwan is a part of China. I was just about to say, what is this place you're talking about? What is Taiwan? Ghetto. <laughs> like, people, people forget, like, during uh, the World Health Organization, I think we brought this up before, like, the World Health Organization was literally just denied anything about Taiwan. The lady was asking, well, you know, that it it could be transmitted from person to person. China was saying, no, it can't be transmitted from person to person. And Taiwan is saying, oh, yes, it is. And the, the interviewer, or the, the, the guy that was being interviewed, when the lady asked, oh, well, have you guys considered any of the information that Taiwan has brought up? And he just kind of blank stares into a Zoom call and says, uh, oh, I'm sorry, the, I, I didn't hear the question. She said, well... I'll, I'll reiterate it for you, which is typically what you do in an interview. If you didn't hear the question or you didn't understand it, you restate the question. And so he says, no, that's, uh, no, that's okay. You can ask me something else. And so she meets <laughs> another like lead up question regarding Taiwan and he just ends the call. Wow. Wow. What a piece of shit. Wow. But this, this is the type of stuff that we're dealing with. World health organization was saying, Sorry, I was fixing my glasses, was fixing or was uh, was pushing all this stuff. And the World Health Organization was just eating it hook, line and sinker. So now when they start saying other things, it calls it, that calls everything else into doubt. It's it's, you know, the basis of, of hearing, you know, truth from a liar. I can't remember how that how that expression goes, even in. Yeah, even in the mouth of a liar, the truth becomes doubtful. Ain't that the truth? Um, Shut up. But so, when you're seeing one thing brought up and and information completely disregarded, and you you see the amount of influence and the the, the type of rhetoric that, that China has actually been making directly on Taiwan, and the U.S. and North America has a duty to protecting Taiwan. So. If China takes Taiwan, it's not that hard for them to go after Japan, to go after Australia. And so I'll, I'll say this. It, the reason it's so hard to invade the United States, and I believe it was the Chinese said it exactly, behind every blade of grass is an American with a gun. Damn right. 
when you have a, a national rising superpower that is expected to supersede or to overtake the, the United States, which is our biggest trade partner, when they are expected to overtake them in GDP, and they say, we won't invade them because they're everyone and their dog is armed. See, and to me, I'm sitting there thinking, like, well, fuck yeah. Honestly, like, if I was going to be thinking of invading someplace, if I knew that I was going to walk into a place and it's literally turned into a gun show because everybody who is there is going to whip out a gun from their purse or their freaking belts or whatever, I would definitely be a lot more apprehensive about doing it and not want to do it because then it's just... You're putting yourself in a bad situation, but then you have a place like here where what? I mean, all of our guns, as soon as COVID had started getting taken away. So, and you're not allowed to walk around with guns, you know, like they do in the United States. I mean, I'm just saying, I think that's one thing that the, the fact that they're able to protect their homes, protect their property, protect their families I think that's completely admirable and you should be able to do that. And the fact that Canada doesn't allow something like that, I think is absolutely ridiculous because you better believe if I had somebody break in and they were threatening my family, I would be defending my family and I would go to jail for it, which is sick. Well, and, and I think the, 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 the thing that I brought up before is like, I think, I think we, I can't remember if, if we, we talked about this like on air or not, but in terms of defensive uses of, of weapons is in the millions. So just, just by having one is a deterrent. Someone actually having to use one is significantly lower. And so for, so I think the United States has, it's something like, uh, I think, I think it's something like six or seven guns per citizen. Oh, dang. <laughs> like, obviously, some people have a lot more, and there's quite a few people that just don't. But in terms of per person, it's, it's an insane number. They're, like, when people say, like, there are more guns than there are people in the United States, that's totally true. But if you think even the, even like their, their military, it's something only like, it's only, it's like 1% of their population actually serves in the military. And that's that's small. That's a relatively small amount, one percent as opposed to every like almost every other country. That is a small amount for one of the hmm, strongest armies, I guess. That's that's quite low. Yeah, like I know South Korea, I believe, uh, Russia, Israel, all of them have mandatory. Uh, mandatory enlistment i don't know but, why no offense to any of the russians out there but i could totally like just picture them like five-year-old kid hey here here's your gun merry christmas you go to war now <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not far off but but so you see like a lot of a lot of electronics come out of taiwan that is where massive amounts of you know all our all our computers Everything has computers in them now. Well, where do you think a lot of that gets manufactured? In Taiwan. And Taiwan is saying, 
is starting to gear up because there's an expectation that there's going to be some type of conflict. So. I, I, I gotta say, I would not be, or would not want to be in Taiwan shoes right now. Um, with having somebody like China coming after you and telling the world that you don't exist, I think that's kind of a, a scary thing. Yeah, so in this article, it says right here, Taiwan is part of Chinese territory. Sorry, hold on. Let me say that like them. Taiwan. No, I can't. I can't do a Chinese accent. Sorry. Theater. Okay, so Taiwan is part of Chinese territory. Theater forces always maintain a high level of alert and resolutely counter all threats and provocations. Seems really weird them saying that, hey? That it is... Taiwan is a part of China. But uh, Taiwan says that, like, no, we're exclusively democratically elected as opposed to a dictator. Yeah. And China has been has been flying more planes into Taiwanese airspace. Actually, yeah, fuck, it says right here, Taiwan's defense minister said on Sunday that three Chinese aircraft Two J-16 fighters in an anti-submarine aircraft flew into the ADIZ again. So that's the, the area between Taiwan and China. Well, in the beginning of the article, it says China sent around 150 aircraft into the zone over a four-day period beginning October 1st in a further heightening of tension between Beijing and Taipei. Uh, that I has... Think. Okay, <laughs> that has sparked concern internationally. 150 aircrafts. That is yeah. insane. And I feel um, just a tad overdramatic, I think. No, but they're, they're, they're continuing to escalate this tension. You know, if you see after what happened in Afghanistan, with the, the, how the withdrawal took place there, everyone's looking at the United States as though, can we rely on them? And even, even, even worse to that, so I said, one of our biggest trade partners, we've gone to wars together. The United States and Canada have gone to wars together. We have fled together as countries. And the U.S. is saying that Canada is a security threat because of the Chinese influence in Canada. That's... Uh... Gotta raise a couple red flags there. Anybody who um, is listening of any importance, Rudo. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, he 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 he's he's openly supported it. He said that he is in awe of how they are able to change their economy and how they're able to dictate policy. So, no, he's he's in total support of a communist dictator. That that's my point is that he's the one that's completely in support of it for, and that's what's making Americans worried and feel like Canadian or Canadia. Oh yeah. See, American. <laughs> I might be Canadians. <laughs> like Canada might potentially be a security threat to them. Um, that's gotta, I don't know, open somebody's eyes a little bit, I feel, but well, and so the, this ties into the other article about Walmart is Walmart made its millions in North America. The companies used to build the products that are sold in Walmart. There's a great book. 
And it was by Jeff Rubin. And one, I read it once and I, I ended up reading it probably, I think I'm on my fourth or fifth time reading this book. And it's called Jeff Rubin, um, or it's called the, the Expendables, How the Middle Class Got Screwed. Um, by obviously Jeff Rubin. And he's, uh, he's a, a Canadian economist. And uh, hearing his story, like he kind of, he props up uh, Trump in, in, in certain ways in, in regards to the economy. But, you know, Walmart made their, their millions when people in their own country produce that product. Now it's all being made in, in China. And literally China is, is, is dumping the American dollar. So China buys a lot of American debt. And then they take that money and they invest it into other countries. While the U.S. tries to spread democracy you know, through bombs, China's just, hey, you know what? Do whatever you want as long as we get our cut. We'll build your infrastructure. We'll help you, but we're not going to play in your politics. We're not going to do this. We're just we're going to basically buy you out. You know, buy out your property, buy out your land, and then you know when it comes to pay the bill. Well, you can't. Okay, well then we're going to just we're we're just going to own this stuff now. So uh, then there's a lot of companies that are developing, like he, almost every economist is talking about China as like a, like the new United States in terms of the economy. And this yeah. is, and this, the one thing, well, actually there's a couple things that I find crazy is you have more freedoms in China than you do in the, in, in terms of business than you do in the United States. How so? In terms of laws, regulations, the, the government will let you do whatever you want as long as you tow the company line. And by company, I mean the government. So the government's in control of all of that. But, yeah, you can, you can literally have businesses where you steal IP, where you do anything and everything. You, tried to, you, you force manufacturing to come to your country. And it's just the government says, hey, we want our cut. We want our cut, but you can, you can run your business as, as much as you want. You, you know, there's no labor rights. We don't have, we don't have that amount of freedom and that should be scary because the U S was an, that was an absolute economic juggernaut. It was a machine that could not be stopped. But you know, if you look at it, like in terms of like COVID, well, the, you put you basically slammed the brakes on that train and now you're trying to get that whole machine moving again when you put everything at a at an absolute stop i don't know it's and then you know the division of of we need to have marginalized groups and people need to feel oppressed china and russia love it Love it because it it divides us. It divides North America. Well, where yeah, we literally fight with each other. It's so much easier to take over a country when the country is divided. Yeah, one will say, "Hey, you know, good, good. Please come in, take over the government." And there will be people like that. They hate the government so much. Yeah, and, and I've brought this up before. I don't know why the government is involved in any industries. Period. I don't know why they're in the housing market. I don't know why they're in the gasoline market. I don't know why they're in insurance. I don't know why they're... Fuck, name it. 
in the transportation and logistics industry. I don't understand why they have their fingers in it. I don't trust the government to run a bath, and I've said it before, let alone to actually run a country. The last thing they know how to do is to run a business. But yeah, they're going to tell you, well, these laws and regulations are here to literally put you at a disadvantage. Yeah, 100%. And I know when we've talked about, you know, before about, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of like a utopia. If resources weren't scarce, if, you know, if we all got along and, you know, held kumbaya or held kumbaya, sang kumbaya. <laughs> We're going to hold it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, sing kumbaya around a forest or fuck, dude, <laughs> around a forest. <laughs> I can English. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to have to learn Mandarin. Um, <laughs> you know, whatever. You, you understand what stupid I'm trying to get out of my face. But we all, in this world, we don't all share the same type of ideology. Some people want to rule. Other people want to be ruled. And other people want to just be left alone. You, you can't, you can't, you, you can't, uh, you can't make everyone feel that same way. It's like, you know, it's like 1984 where you were you told what to think, you were told what to do. And some people just, they, they aren't, they're not about it. So. Yeah, no, I agree. Go back into that, um, the Walmart article article or what I'm going to call now woke Mart. Yep. Um, According to the whistleblower, discussions about racial conditioning are then conducted in racially segregated groups because different races have, in quotations, their own work to do in understanding and addressing racism. Employees who are racial minorities suffer from constructed racist oppression and internalized racial inferiority. inferiority. Oh my God, I can talk. Thank you. <laughs> inferiority. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and begin to believe all the negative messages they receive as persons of color or as document states myths promote by a racist system. Trainers are allegedly taught about the struggles of employees of color while all while being made to feel guilty of white privilege and internalized racial superiority. And this is the disgusting thing that is going on in the world today, not only in jobs, in schools, you're literally, if you're a lighter pigment, made to feel guilty over something that had happened a long time ago or something that had happened that had absolutely nothing to do with you. And instead of people just coming together and trying to be a unity. Like we all hate the government. Let's just all hate the government. Can right. we just can we just agree that the government sucks? <laughs> yes, I think we can. Let's all form a, a freaking club. And I don't care what color, what size, what height, what eye color, gender. I don't give a shit. Like we're supposed to be in a day and age where you're literally coming together and we're all treated equally. And we're literally going backwards where everything is being segregated and everybody is being ripped apart so they literally just took racism against one culture or uh, somebody with higher pigment in their skin and now twisted it around to people who are pigment challenged 
you know, like you're, you're trading one for the other instead of actually just trying to fight for equality and unification. Like it, it makes absolutely no sense to me. And the fact that there are so many people out there that do not realize that this is going on, like nobody should be, nobody should be walking around feeling guilty or bad because of how they were born. Well, we were, you know, we were, we were brought up, you know, and I I brought this up before. Grew up watching Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, watching, you know, uh, what the fuck was that? This one was Steve Urkel. Family Matters. Yeah. Like we, and I never thought that. Cosby Show. Well, hold on. (laughs) Careful with that one. Was he America's grandpa or something? America's dad? I don't and know. He's, uh, and he's, uh, or however you now, talk. <laughs> now he's America's pervert. Yeah. yeah. But so, you know, the thing is, it'd be one thing if people, like the, 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 the people that are pushing for this, they know what they're, they're looking for. Like they're, they're happy that they see companies doing that and they think that they're, that they're on the right side. I think we we talked about this um that there were that there are countries that literally you are seen you are literally seen as higher class because of your skin color the more white you are the actu- you are actually seen as a higher status yes and i have a friend that was from india and it was the same thing like she was the one telling me because i remember hearing about it and didn't really know whether it was just somebody talking or if it was actual fact factual, but she had said like she, she is lighter skinned, but not the lightest. She's kind of considered more middle-class where other people in different parts in India or whatever, they have lighter colored skin. Even some have lighter colored eyes, whether they're green eyes, blue eyes, Ashwari Rai, a good example, beautiful, beautiful woman. But people like that are considered to be more high class. Now you have the, Indians that have darker colored skin, they're considered less than lower class, the poor. When you have, yeah, it's just, it's kind of crazy in that way. Yeah. So for people to say that North America is racist is so disingenuous when we accept other cultures. When we, you know, there's, you know, there's a little Italy, there's a little, you know, there's a Chinatown, there's, you know, all these different types of little niche communities. And we don't say, oh, you can't have that. You're not allowed to do that. No, we, we encourage it. Bring your culture here. And one thing that I've always found really, really frustrating. And so when they, in Canada, when they do the census, they say, like, where are you from? What I should be saying is, well, I'm, I'm from Canada. But they won't accept that. Where are you from? But I'm, I'm, I was born in Canada. Well, no, where, where, what's your ancestry? Well, I don't know. I'm Italian, Ukrainian. I'm, I'm Métis. Like, so I, I'm, I'm that. Oh, okay. But it, it, there, there's, there's like, it's starting to come, become more and more prevalent that, hey, North America isn't your home anymore. You shouldn't be here. And there was, uh, 
I don't know. It, it makes me. It makes me feel personally like this isn't my home. When I have to, well, when when they, you know, in in schools and and during government stuff, it oh, this is treaty one land and and this was owned by blah 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 before it was taken by the evil white man. You know, and it, here, here here's a little funny one. Everyone says, oh, uh, Europeans came over and gave all all the Aboriginals or the natives. They gave them smallpox, which is funny because germ theory didn't come out till like what, nineteen? It was Doctor Lister? I think he actually was the one that. That's where Listerine comes from. Did you know that, Kim? It was from Doctor Lister. I did not know that actually. But I yeah, I think it was it was like nineteen or like early like nineteen hundreds or late eighteen hundreds germ theory. When was German okay, theory? So Joseph Lister, uh, he was born in 1827 and died in 1912. So when was germ theory? Sorry, she's just looking it up. I know. Sorry. Um, 1862. Okay. So, uh. I think when we started, uh, when when the evil white man came here and started giving uh, the native people smallpox blankets, um, I don't even think germ theory was even known. Um, I don't think. Yeah, you're thinking of the wrong person. It's not the the Lister guy. It was Louis Pasteur. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah, Dr. Lister, was he the, well, I guess he discovered oral hygiene then, or like, no, it was, it was, uh, no, it had something to do with germ theory, because I believe it was Dr. Lister that actually, like, during operations, like, wash your hands. Experimental pathologist and pioneer of antiseptic surgery. Yeah, there we go, yeah. Yeah, so he, yeah, he really revolutionized the medical industry of, hey. Wash your hands when you're, uh, you know, jamming your fingers into somebody's wounds. Maybe wash up a little bit. <laughs> right? Like, we don't even think about that. But, yeah, that that's it. But so, you know, that that's whatever. That's neither here nor there. But, you know, it's just kind of funny that they say the evil white man gave these people diseases that they didn't even know. It wasn't even a thing. Like, they used to think the bubonic plague was uh, would be cured with uh, posies. You know, that's where the, you know, uh, Ring Around the Rosie came from. It was literally about the bubonic plague. I don't know if it's, um, I'm going to have to look that up, but I had heard it wasn't that they thought that it would cure it, is that they would put posies in their pockets to help with the smell of oh, all I the believe it. rotting people everywhere. I'll have to look that up, but. Like that's literally a nursery rhyme about a absolutely debilitating disease. But okay, um, I don't know. Is there anything else? So we can't buy at Walmart anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, woke Mart. No, I'm good. But like, you know, if anyone that's that's opposing this, like, would you would you be okay with someone saying, "Hey, we don't want your kind here." 
Like we, that's not, that's not progressive. That's regressive. That is literally abolishing any type of civil rights movement. That's literally undoing it, saying that segregation is good. You know, yeah. no black, like there are things where they say no whites allowed. Like if, if any of this was the, on the other foot, if someone said, Hey, those black folk get out of here. But the thing is that's, that's the fucked up thing is that it used to be, it used to be that way, which was disgusting that yeah. people even used to do that where, you know, the, um, black people couldn't, they had their own bathrooms. They couldn't go on. They had their own buses. They couldn't like the fact that that was even a thing is just disgusting in itself. But the fact that we're sitting at 2021, okay. 2022. Yeah. On the cusp of 2022. Yeah. Right. So we're sitting at this point now and they're literally doing it all over again. They're just, they've literally shifted from someone with a lot of pigment to less than pigment or less pigment or whatever. They're just, they've literally just switched it around. And the fact that it was a big deal when it was transpiring back in the day um, against the African-Americans, et cetera, which was bad. Well, now they're saying that it's okay if we do it to the white people, because you know what? The white people are the ones that did it before. So a hundred years later, I know it's not really a hundred years, but a bajillion years later, we're just going to switch it around and do it to them. (laughs) I know. Right. But it it just, it makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. It, that anybody in their right mind would be sitting there going, you know what? Yeah. All these shitty things happened. So what can we do? I know fuck over the white people well no let's 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 resegregate like people are arguing for hey you know back then you know there were black communities and black businesses and there was a black wall street there was a black whatever black reserve like all this type of stuff but you know the the white man came in and said well no you need to play by our rules now well is that what you're looking up there was a black wall street oh no. But, you know, it, it was like two parallel societies living together. You, you, unfortunately, you can't really have that in a stable country. Yeah, it's... It's so tiring to see this stuff over and over again. And I, I hope, beyond all things, that my kids understand that, hey, you don't judge someone based on the color of their skin, that that's wrong. That's inherently wrong. 100%. No, you, you judge someone whether, what, what do they do? Are they a good person or a bad person? As simple as that. It has nothing to do with skin color. Yeah. What are you what are you typing up over there? Hold no? on. Hold on. I'm trying to math. Just give me a second. Oh, okay. But I don't know. I, I would love to I would love to hear. Like are are you does it make you happy seeing corporations are are pandering to you? You know, you have gay pride month and then you have what was it? <laughs> they just had like coming out day and they had what? all this oh, it's not only do they they get an entire month for for gay pride 
but you know, the people that, that make ultimate sacrifices. Eh, fuck him. Oh, Black History Month? Eh. Give him give him give him the short date. Give him give him the shitty month. You know, so I don't know. I don't know, uh are are you okay with a company pandering to you saying, Hey, we're we're here for you while they're literally okay with shutting down businesses. I don't and, I, or or telling people that you're because of your skin color, you're inferior or you're superior because of your skin color. I what? I don't I don't know. No. I don't think any of that is right. I don't think anybody should be have to go to their job and either feel and feel less than because of the color of their skin. Any color of their skin. I don't care if you're freaking purple. You shouldn't go to a job and feel less than because of the color of your skin. And the fact that they are still doing this and they're literally beating into you that everywhere you go, whether it's your job or your school, that, you know, you're bad because, and you're racist and all this stuff. And that is absolutely not true. Okay. I was born blonde haired. Okay. I got blue eyes. My hair isn't blonde anymore naturally, but I got blue eyes. Well, I'm, I guess I'm a white supremacist. I'm a racist, which is beyond the most exaggerated far thing from the truth ever. And it's not fair that people are walking around telling people because of these things, you're racist. No, I'm not. Like, how dare you even assume that? Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, like I said, I would love to, to, to hear someone, some, you know, in the comments about, about that type of stuff. Are you okay with massive corporations that have sold out you know, your your own country's wealth has, you know, has benefit from um, some tax laws have actually paid for people so that you are unable to work or have, have started to champion causes. Like, I, honestly, now when I see like all companies put like a, a gay pride logo on, I, I'm I'm less inclined to actually do business with you just because you you're pandering so fucking hard. How about how about you just give give like whatever services that you do and leave it at that? I don't understand why there has to be politics in in video games. I don't understand why there has to be politics in movies like action movies. Oh well, you know we we have. We have to show the the white guy that he gets he gets shown a lesson by this this transgender uh, black character. Like it's 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 so it's so uh, it's so disheartening. It's so disconcerting with that with the, with the pandering. But please, I, I would love to hear like. Are, are you more inclined to do business with a business that has co-opted your a movement or a co-opted an ideology? I don't even know if you want to call that like I don't know. I don't know what you would consider that. It's not an ideology. I guess a movement. Are you more inclined to do business with them or are you are you less inclined to do business with them? See me personally, like and again, like people, 
because everybody is a bunch of snowflakes these days, <laughs> um, they'll hear comments like this and right away attack and be like, oh, you're homophobic, you're transphobic, you're racist and stuff because of the things that might be coming out of our mouths. But if you're actually listening to what it is that we're saying is so far from the truth, it's not even funny. When I see a business that, or let's say a movie that's all like, okay, pride or this or that, or her business, I'm kind of like, okay, cool. Like, I don't know why it is that you have to advertise. That's when they wrap it on your throat. Yeah, yeah. But like, I don't understand why they have to advertise that, hey, we're okay with this. Well, good, as you should be. This is a, this is, for me, it's an expectation that people should be um, human to one another and empathetic and just be supportive regardless of your sexual preference, your gender, your whatever. Like, it's okay, good. You're being human. Like, why are you advertising that? Like, it just, when I see, if I were to see a movie that now there is this uh, transgender woman that was in Orange is the New Black. Her name is Laverne Cox. My God, is she beautiful. But if I were to see her in a movie, I wouldn't be sitting there thinking to myself, oh, that's just so amazing. They put a transgender in the movie and I'm going to go watch it just because of that. No, she's a fantastic actress. She's absolutely gorgeous. My God. I mean, this anybody who doesn't know who she is, look her up. She is gorgeous. I like, I'm jealous of her. <laughs> but like, I would just be like, well, fantastic. Like they're, they're giving equal opportunity to people. That's awesome. It's not, oh. it's not, okay, well, I'm going to be more inclined to go see it because of this or because somebody's advertising that they're pro Black Lives Matter, whatever. Again, you, you should be pro-human, pro-people, like just be a good person. Well, see, and it's when they, when they ram it down your throat. It's when they do stuff like that. Like, you know, hey, like the, you know, everyone shit on the, the Ghostbusters movie because, you know, it's not, it's not that it's, it's, oh, it's because it's a bunch of women. No, it has nothing to do with it being a bunch of women. It has to be with it being, you know, a bunch of, a bunch of nerds like the Ghostbusters franchise. They like the story. They could relate with those characters. So I'll look at it this way. So is it, do women relate with with most women making queef jokes? Like, is is that what? If it is, please then tell me I'm wrong. You know where it's not. <laughs> I feel when it when I see things like that, like there's there's quite a few um, all female cast movies that I have seen that are very. It's like they're trying way too hard, and to me, it's it's a try hard thing where they're okay. Um, we're we're gonna make this most absurd joke and this most offensive thing because it's you know we're gonna get some laughs like it's but instead of it actually being something that's just natural and funny like you're just you're trying too hard to be over the top well, and be yeah, like very, well I'm allowed to do this because I'm a woman well yeah it's very it's a very ham fisted approach and but like I don't think people would have as much of a problem until like the director came out. And showed all the people that worked on it were saying, look, it's all women. All women can make a movie too. 
Okay. Yeah, no shit. Why would you think anything that you couldn't? Like, why does that but, have to be a thing? But that's not that's not the the worst of it. They were saying the reason why the movie did so poorly is because of a bunch of misogynists. Because guys don't like women in movies. Horseshit. It has nothing to do with the fact that men don't like women in movies. It has a lot to do with the fact of well, look at your attempt of humor. Like it wasn't like I I'm I joke around and say like I'm more like a dude than a chick because of my sense of humor and stuff like that. But even me watching that, I was kind of like, okay. Like it just see it screamed like you're trying too hard. Like if you just would have been more natural, like Melissa McCartney is a hilarious woman. But if you would just be more natural and would have been trying not to be so over the top, it would have been much better. It would have been a much better movie. And the fact that you have to like, look, it's all women making it. Women can make movies. Yes, no shit women can make movies. Women have been making movies for years. Why does this have to be at the forefront? Like, why are you have to push this? And why are you trying to like, what is the word I'm looking for? Like, who who are you trying to tell this to? Like, everybody knows women can make movies. Everybody knows women oh. are actresses. Like, why why do you have to like shove this at people? And like, who who are you trying to impress here? I don't I don't get it. Well, it's it's like the well, it, it's that that pandering. It's the ham fisted approach, and it seems really weird. So here here here's here here's a, an example. I mean, by like companies pandering to you. So, Spider Man. Spider-Man apparently is gay now, or he's black, or what is he? He's black. Spider-Man's black now. Superman's gay. Yeah. Batman is, well, he's probably going to become become some kind of closeted something or other. Who was the one the, that was bi? Someone just came out as being bi. Which well, is Superman. Superman. I thought that was gay, but whatever. Fine. Uh, yeah. But it's like, okay, do you, don't you feel cheated when like you, they just take something and then just throw a label on it like this is the thing who the the thing about superman was never that he was oh he's a he's a heterosexual no he is like the embodiment of of like good to a fault like he is the the epitome of being good that he would help people that that was superman's story yeah that you know he was the last of his kind and you know, he, he came to Earth and he was helping people. That was it. That's That was his story. It wasn't, hey, look at the rack on that lady. No, he helped <laughs> everyone. What I don't understand is that I, I guess for my, my confusion or my why comes into effect is the, okay, so everybody grew up with Superman, Clark, and Lois. Okay. Just like Spider Man was what? Peter Parker and Mary. Yeah. yeah. So Mary Jane. Yeah. So the thing is, like this this is how you grew up. You grew up with these people as couples or whatever, just like, you know, your your parents, your mother and father, your mother and mother, your father and father, whatever. But okay. So they're taking these characters that have been around for a bajillion years, and this is how they were. This is how you know them. But nay, 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 nay. Superman is now gay. That didn't mean to rhyme, but it totally did. <laughs> but for me personally, like I would find it more 
cool that instead of taking Spider-Man and making him black or taking Superman and making him gay would be, hey, maybe use that little think brain that you got going on in your above your neck there and come up with a new character, a different character, a different superhero that is black. You know, they had the um, Black Panther, which was freaking awesome. They had the, I'm, I cannot remember for the life of me what his name was, but Iron Man sidekick. Sidekick. Yeah. You know, the, actually, the one, one thing I found funny with Black Panther, they were protecting themselves from the outside world. Yeah. They literally built a wall to keep outsiders out. Uh, uh, they built a wall, guys. <laughs> like you, you're secretly like Trump. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but that, then that's the thing. Like then they have like other characters that they've brought out, whether it's in um, cartoon form. Moana. Oh my god. Spawn. Spawn was a black like, and that Spawn was fucking awesome. Yeah. He yeah. lost his wife. He, that was like the, that. Like the thing is, like with, with comic books, it's things you can relate to. Those are like coming of age things. Yeah, you know, a teenager, a transformation in their body. We've all gone through it, unless you're a super late bloomer. You just, you know, whatever. <laughs> like some people do have, but the overwhelming majority, we've all come to teenager. Like that's almost every single story is when they were became when they were a teenager. They had this transformation in their body. Yeah. And they got the superpowers. It's all coming of age type of things. Losing a loved one. You know? Look at look at Batman. He lost his family. He lost his mom and his dad to a robbery. That can be an allegory for almost anything. Yeah. So, you know, Batman and then Batman, he became the thing that he feared. Yeah. Or I shouldn't say he became, it's not like he became like a murderer. I don't know. I should, kind of in the dark Batman where it starts to kind of blur that line. Like, yeah, is right? he the good guy? I, I, it's kind of a cool little idea, but it's all those type of things. Superman, you can think of going to a different neighborhood, going to a different school. You are now the outsider there and you're trying to blend in and be friends and being good. Yeah. It, yeah. Like, those those are all stories that we can relate to. Yeah. Like like you said, Spawn was he, he was a black character and it was never like, oh god, he's black. Ugh. No. One of them Negroes. <laughs> no, it was that is fucking cool. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. The author is a black man. Why like the thing that pisses me off is I have to say that. Look, he's black. He's look, I'm 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 white. I I love black entertainment. <laughs> but that's that's what we grew up watching. I remember watching Spawn. I remember seeing the games, seeing the the, the movies. Yeah. Like, well, it's even it's not even just a race thing too. It's even a gender thing. Like, okay, my very all time favorite movie ever is Overboard, the original 1987 movie with Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell the best movie of all time anyway they recently well last few years or whatever had redone the movie with anna ferris and some other guy okay now i boycotted watching that movie for quite a while because i'm like you cannot redo my movie like i was just like kurt russell and goldie hahn they are like the best 
Hollywood couple ever. But anyway, and I did eventually watch it. But see, in this movie, the roles are reversed. Well, now it wasn't the rich white woman and the poor white man. Now it was the rich white man and the poor white woman. Like the roles completely reversed. And I'm like, what did you do, people? Why? Like you literally, okay, it's bad enough that you decided to try to remake a classic, but now you're trying to fuck with it. Like, and to me, that's my thing when I see things like, okay, well, Superman is gay. Um, Spider-Man is black. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Like, why are you fucking with it? Like, can you not think of any thought in your head or a new character, a new story? You literally just have to take something else and just fuck with it just to try to be, I don't know, woke or cool or whatever. Like, I would be more inclined to and think it was more. Uh, I, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but if I were to see a brand new superhero that had come out and that oh, superhero they was they did. gay or, or bi or whatever, then okay, cool. Like, that's awesome. This is this own character. This is a new superhero or new whatever that's a black guy or a Native American or, you know, or, 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 or. Like, I, I don't understand why you got to change shit. Because the funny thing is, if you were to try and roll reverse things, now, if you were to take um, Pocahontas, put it as a white girl, oh, nay, 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 shit would hit oh. the fucking fan. Or Mulan. But, the, but like, the thing is, no. But the thing is, it's, but those are all telling a story. You know, it's even like with, with Pocahontas, it was, you know, that the aboriginals aren't just, aren't seen as as savages that they are seen as as you know as wonderful people that that love their their land and then the, you know the white man comes over and is trying to conquer it and they end up realizing that they're they're not like the the man and the woman aren't all that like it was almost like a forbidden love or well yeah i, I mean know. the the evil white man really wasn't as evil as they thought and the savages weren't as savage as they thought. They actually had a lot more in common. And they did what? They made unity. Yeah. They unified. Like, it's, come on. Like, and, you, like, and that's all you're seeing is, is like, is the, the gender bending and the, you know, like, like, like the whole, like the, all the, the newest Star Wars stuff or like uh, Captain Marvel. The thing is, uh, and if we brought this up before, it's the idea of the hero's journey. You never play, you know, anyone that's played a video game, you, you're never, if you started at, you know, whatever, level 50 and you have all the best equipment and you, you never do anything wrong, well, that's boring. That's really fucking boring. Yeah. No, you start as level one and you start to progress. You learn the world that you're interacting with. You understand your faults, the things that you you did wrong, and you know that, like I said, just that hero's journey. Captain Marvel had no faults; none was just a badass woman from the start. Well, that's not fun. That's not that's not that's not a a, a hero's journey. 
you can't relate to that. Can you relate to always being perfect and never doing anything wrong ever? God, I wish. Mind like, you, that'd be really boring. I'm not, yeah. I'm not. No. <laughs> no. Like, life is supposed to be, it's, we're, we're constantly failing. Constantly. And the failures and all the bad shit that happened to you in your life are what make you who you are. It makes you persevere. It makes you a stronger person. And you're supposed to learn from past mistakes and make yourself stronger. Not just, hmm. Well, and, you know, and, and, and I think it's super disingenuous. And I'm really happy that, that our oldest is into books because we can get like, we can get them books where they're, you know, like to kill a mockingbird was being banned because of the racial connotations with it, that this was a black slave and this was a white man defending him. It's like, no, it's, it's the story. It's the story that this guy was saying, I will defend this person because I think they're being, that they're, that they're. Uh, that they're um, oh, fuck. I'm using a bad word, but they're that they deserve. They deserve the same rights and same treatments as everyone else, regardless of skin color. How could anybody even think to ban a book like that? Like it's literally showing somebody fighting for somebody else. Yeah, like and it's it's. But the thing is, it's different. It's different skin colors. It is a white lawyer fighting for a black uh, field worker or something. He was something like that. It was a field worker, just a farmer. He wasn't well-educated, but the lawyer was saying, no, I will defend you. Even when people were trying to lynch this lawyer's home, and he was saying, no, I will defend you. I will not give in to this. Because he, he's, the, the guy is saying, no, I believe what the, the people that are trying to to put you in prison for it. Cause I don't know if you remember, but there were the, the girl was saying that this guy had raped her. And, and so he was saying, no, I never did it. I never did it. And right. the lawyer was saying, because of the evidence, no, I don't think that you did it and I will defend you. And he kept saying, no, no, no. Or maybe it wasn't that he raped her, but the girl, the guy and the girl were a couple and then her dad found out if, if maybe that's how I'm remembering it. And I think it was like the dad was trying to say that he, he had molested the, the little girl in this. Was some, Something I, I, along so those afraid. lines. Yeah, but it's no, those are, those are hard topics. Those are hard things to talk about, but it, it's the, the idea of this person is innocent and they, regardless of their skin color, they, they're, they should be afforded the same treatment as anyone else. It's like now that we're, we're not reading those books, we're not reading, you know, like I said, I've, I've been reading Atlas Shrugged. Sorry, I'm, I'm only like six, seven hours into the audiobook, so <laughs> it's a 50 hour book, so. Slacker. Um, <laughs> you know, but like, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's those type of those stories that, yeah, you know, we're, we're all entitled to that. And that like to kill a mockingbird was mandatory in school because it showed you that. And I, even when reading that book, I never thought, or even after like we would read the book and then we would watch the movie after it was, it was never the thought of, Oh, it's a black guy. But it's the thing that, like I said, the thing that upsets me the most is the fact that now we have to preface it with that. Well, that's a black character. 
What? How about it's that? That's a that's an amazing story. Like I said, with Spawn, his wife was died was killed was died, <laughs> <laughs> and he ended up making a deal with the devil so that or no, she didn't die. He died. He, I think he died. Fuck. Now I'm forgetting it. He made a deal. Well, because he died, and he ended up making a deal with the devil that he would do the work for the devil. He would not be able to see his wife, but his, he would be able to like see that she's okay. You know, it was that like. What are you? What are you looking up? Um. You can see that far. I don't know my glances. Spawn is. Spawn is Albert Francis, who was born in Detroit, Michigan. Simons, uh, or Albert Francis Simons, sorry. Simons was burned to death and sent to hell, making a deal with the devil. Simons agrees to come back as a hell spawn to serve whatever if he's allowed to see his wife, Wanda, one last time. Yeah, so there you go. Like, that, that, like to me, that is powerful. That is the, the, the idea of, I would give up everything to see this person one more time. That's a, that's that's actually really fucking heavy. Absolutely. Like how many people would wish that I just want one more time with this person? I would. One more day. God, like that's and like that that's a story. How many people? I wish I just had one more day with my grandma, with my father. You know, with my aunt or my favorite uncle. Or, you know, my brother, my sister. Maybe I would love to see my child one last time because they died of something. And then, oh, well, that's just eating Spawn's gay now. <laughs> it's like, what? His, his sexual, that's the thing. His sexual orientation has nothing to do with the story. That's the thing. It's never been about that. No one ever cared. And anyone that did, well, I'm, I'm sure you're you're probably scored pretty low on your fucking SATs. Well, yeah, but I mean, you can't like, dude. The guy's making a deal with the devil to see his wife one last time, but he's actually he gay. But he loves cock. That, oh. <laughs> that's quite the deal to make for somebody if he's not like it. Just I don't know. I don't. It just you know, find a different character, make a new story, stop trying to. Fuck shit up. You know, but that kind of ties back in when, like, you know, when you see the companies are pandering, don't you feel cheated? Don't you feel like, well, you know, only new characters they came out with, uh, what were they called? Snowflake and Safe Space. What the fuck is that? Look it up. Look up this. Snowflake was, I don't know, some kid that I think got offended or melted because he just. When things got hot, the you know snowflakes melt. But safe space, well, yeah, like really, those are our, those are the superheroes. And for for anyone that thinks like oh fucking superheroes are lame, a lot of it was like those the people that made those characters they were trying to get over something. They were writing themselves and creating adventures vicariously through those characters. Like, yeah. Are you looking up? Uh, yeah, I really am. No flake, safe space. Yeah. And... <laughs> Marvel branded tone deaf for non-binary superheroes called Snowflake. Oh, 
Oh, not they're tone deaf because they what because they didn't have a non-binary character. Oh yeah, of course. This the thing is, you can never appease this this type of stuff. So Walmart, you know, hey, you know what? You want to spend millions of dollars on this stupid shit? Please do it. Maybe you guys will go out of business, and real companies can actually, you know, people that actually businesses that actually care. Maybe they'll actually come in and do the job that you guys refuse to do. Is this not the dumbest fucking thing? <laughs> I'm sorry. Safe space? <laughs> what yeah. kind of lame-ass name is that for a superhero? Like, but I don't you... care what he is, but, like, safe space? <laughs> is that not, like, like, that is literally, like, a an oppression checkbox, you know, sheet. Oh, it's non it's non-binary. It's an African it's a person a, a minority. Oh, but they're wearing pink and the other one's wearing uh blue. Oh, but I bet they're bucking the trend of of being gender neutral. And it's like what? Hold on, sorry. <laughs> okay, so Marvel comic. Okay. Um Snowflake sports cropped blue hair. And matching spandex and is non-binary, a person who doesn't identify as male or female, and creates snowflake-shaped blades to throw at bigots, free speech advocators, and haters. Do you hear how fucking stupid that is? Space. This this is your this is your this, these are your superheroes. Free space. speech advocates. Yeah. And safe spades can create pink force fields for defending against those same haters. Please, free speech advocates. So people, you know, okay. So we, we, you know, Walmart, fucking crash and burn. I don't give a shit. Fucking globalist <laughs> company that literally does not care. They'll just try and pander and pander and pander. Free speech. So if you say something that hurts my feelings, and I've said in Canada we do not have free speech. I was actually talking to a lady, you know, when we, when we were talking about that, that Zips, the, the, the shit show that was Zips. And so I was talking to a lady there, and I don't know how we got onto the topic of it. Like, she, she was obviously very vocal. She's like, well, it's funny that we have to wear a mask and look at this guy. He's not. And I don't know, somehow we, we were talking about, like, you know, like, oh, I'm not from Canada, so I don't know what free speech is. <laughs> I was kind of joking. And she's like, what, you guys don't have free speech there? I'm like, nope. Hold up, Section One, Charter of uh, our Charter of Human Rights. We do not have free speech, and she said that is fucking terrifying. I said, yeah, you guys should be fighting tooth and nail for the right for you just to say things. Even the thing is, free speech and bigots. Please tell, please, someone, if you ever see a, a bigot, please, please show me. I would love to see what an actual bigot is because it makes no sense to me. It's funny. Well, because in this article too, it says that one critic had called the comic extremely tone deaf and making a mockery of the LGBT community, which I, I'm totally going to agree with that. Like, that's absolutely ridiculous. I, I, I mean. But that's the thing. Even when they try to pander, you, you, cannot, you cannot satiate the mob. Okay, so 
I was looking up the, the thing of bigot again. A person who is obstinately or unreasonably attached to a belief, opinion, or faction, especially one who is uh, prejudiced, prejudiced, sorry, against or antagonistic toward a person or people on the basis of their membership to a particular group. So they're literally trying to what write, you know, the, the types of people that they are literally fighting against. Oh, well, you're, you're a white man. Oh, white people are just evil. That sounds pretty bigoted, doesn't it? Unreasonably attached uh-huh. to a belief or faction. Man. It's, I don't know. At what point do you start calling the kettle black? You know, or the, the idea of... Uh, Why's it got to be black? Well, <laughs> fortunately or unfortunately... That was a shout-out to you, Nova. <laughs> My favorite black man. And how, how, did, the, how did that expression go? Uh, uh, what is it? When, uh, when fighting monsters uh, fear that you do not become one yourself, for when you gaze longly into the abyss, the abyss gazes back. Yeah, it's That's along a, those lines. I think it was um, when staring at a monster, be careful you don't become one well. But yeah. Yeah, so when you stare, stare longingly into the abyss, the abyss stares back. So it, it is always the idea of becoming what you were vowed to fight. Becoming the monster that you were trying to destroy. So, you know, that sounds pretty bigoted. A free speech advocate. That is, I didn't see that part. Free speech advocates. Right? Those evil free speech advocates. I know. Whatever. All right. Is there anything else? Let's get the fuck out of here. This this stupid shit hurts my brain. I can't I can't think this stupid. I can't even try to think this stupid. Fuck him. (laughs) Go suck him. Oh the how he threw away his opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Sorry it was a little rough in the beginning there where we were sorting out some uh, sound issues here. But thanks for sticking around. Um, and again, like, subscribe, hit the thumbs up, thumbs down, whatever. Um, comment. Don't, don't be a bigot leftist. Stop <laughs> being a bigot. Yeah. Um, and check us out on Rumble. YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, everywhere else you want to listen to podcasts, we'll be there stalking you. And uh, we're also going to be following you on Facebook <laughs> and Instagram and Tyler's favorite, TikTok. <laughs> but anyway, everyone have a great day. Hope you all had a really great week. Um, and yeah, we will see you on Monday. Bye.